Hi, you're listening to um, Cookies and Cream on my parents' podcast. Um, it's fun. Hey, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I don't even know if I can call it, uh, if I call it anything. <laughs> it's, it's part of what... The sporadic. <laughs> the sporadic episodes. Um, well, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. It means you're a friend. Yeah. So we say, hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to us. I'm Rob. And I'm Lisa. And uh, if you're new to this and you've never heard anything that we've put out before, um, this may not be as cleaned up or even attempted to be cleaned up as much. This is like an iPhone video. (laughs) Because Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen have a podcast. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the the (laughs) HD. (laughs) That's a camera. (laughs) Yeah, there's people that do this professionally. Now, this is for the mates. We should call it this is for the mates. Anyway, a lot's happened, Lise, since we last sat down across from each other. We've said this like maybe, I don't know if I can count. Like, hey, how about we record this week? I know. So, I, was like, I think we've literally been saying it for maybe consistently for the past like four months. Four months, right? Like, hey, we're going to. Yeah. We're going to record an episode and it's going to be about this. Yeah. There was even that one day I came home and the mics were already <laughs> set up and ready. But nothing happened. Ah, <laughs> the life of a procrastinator. <laughs> the mics were set up only for us not to record. I feel like that's just real life, though. It right is. now. It is. You know, we can have a lot of good intention, but sometimes the follow through is more difficult. Yeah. It's harder to follow through. Yeah. And stuff happens. Sometimes you don't feel up to it. So true. But then that leads us to why tonight. Yeah. And um, I'm going to be right out the gate, 100% honest. I think right now in both Lisa and I's heart, like, um, you know, and I want you to to add to this, but Mm. this yearning for a deeper place with God. Yeah. Like yearning to go with people to a mm. deeper place. And um, it's just been a cry in our own hearts. And we felt like we have grappled with it in our yeah. own home yeah. and have not like allowed it to leave our house. Like just mm. like you and I, mm-hmm. you know, what does it look like Yeah, to truly, deeply, madly love God in a way that we live it out in yeah. In everything we do and and that's how this episode was birthed the lord put it on our hearts yeah. and it's it's funny what a good example of that and i don't want to hog the mic um but interject feel free to interject okay. at any time All right. but <laughs> thanks for giving me permission, permission. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's so weird wife feel free to interject jeez like, what is this what is this? The Stone Ages. But anyway, <laughs> what it is, is, um, you know, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, in our own strength. And I was say, saying like, yeah. when we set up the mics, like every time we set them up mm-hmm. and we had this smart idea, this is what the podcast is going to be. Yeah. I felt like this was more so just coming to a place where we actually press record. Mm. It was a it was set in motion without us even knowing it. Yeah. Like the Lord was like, hey get batteries 
for the right. but but I was like today we finally got them yeah. after weeks of going I think we need double <laughs> we really A batteries, need batteries. <laughs> <laughs> today was the day <laughs> right just like god like to set it up that way yeah to go hey get the batteries mm-hmm. because later on tonight when you're sitting on the bed and you're like oh you know <laughs> let's go do the dishes right he goes no, no get the actually, microphones i have something else i want you to do yeah, yeah. I feel like that's part of what even this season has been like for us recently is really following the promptings of what the Lord prompts us to do, you know, in the moment and not delaying, but acting on those and um, really kind of setting aside our own agendas too, you know, even with the podcast, like yeah, we want to do this, or this will be fun, or wouldn't this be an interesting conversation? Um, but then really just feeling like, okay, but Lord, what do you want? Yeah. And what do you want us to say? Or even more, just how do you want us to be? Mm. You know? How do you um, want us to be, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that that speaks louder than even sometimes our words, you know? Yeah. How we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... For me, even just hearing you say that, I often think we want to say stuff before we are we be it. Like, mm. you, you know, I don't even know if that's English, <laughs> you know. But we want to say stuff before we, we are living it. And oftentimes then we're just talking yeah. something that we don't live. Mm-hmm. And... I almost feel like God is exposing that a lot in in, in the in the church. Mm. Like, ah, you just talk it, but you don't live it. Yeah. And it's easy to detect. When you yeah. live around people, you start to go, I can tell, like, you don't live mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that's been a hard thing for me. Yeah. Because I, I'm not, like, judgmentally looking at people's lives, but I'm going, Lord, like, where's their life? Where's yeah. their, like, life, like... Who's really living this? Mm. And then I look around and I'm not judging other people's faith. I think it's earnest and, and they, you know, but it's not evident in, in, in ways that I've seen it maybe before lived out yeah. in certain spaces and places. Mm-hmm. I've been like, you know what? Like that, that's real. Yeah. You know, that's like a, a, a faith that, that encourages me to not be comfortable. Yeah. Um, and um, this last weekend, like, you know, I was preaching mm-hmm. on that, like risk. Yeah. And um, not being afraid to upset people <laughs> in order to please God. Absolutely. Like, and that's like a tension. Like, we almost yeah, I feel... Think we're like, so, yeah, we're, we have it so twisted in what we're afraid of. We're so afraid of man. Yeah. But really, we should be <laughs> more afraid of the Lord, you know, mm. and not in a weird way, but just in a way of being accountable to him matters so much more than to man yeah yeah wanting god more than anything yeah i think wanting to to please him more than anything yeah you know wanting the fruit of following him to be so evident and lived out more than even people's expectations of you yeah or what that kind of looks like but really surrendering and submitting to lord what pleases you yeah how would you have me live out my faith in a way that glorifies and pleases you yeah yeah beyond words definitely beyond words and in a way we even if people don't like it 
or it looks super strange or goes against the grain. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. So, I mean, part of this is not to just take up space, but really, to be honest, to, to use it like a personal blog. Yeah. You know, one of the things that keeps on coming and maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, like, you know, it's been six minutes now. What am I listening to? Mm. And I think we live in a in a space and in a time where we we want so much information. We want entertainment, information. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if I'm going to listen to you, you you're going to have to be imparting, imparting something like right out the gate. Like mm-hmm. there's no... Like, you know what I mean? Like some blo- some podcasts are like 10 minutes now because it's like, I just want to give you 10 quick points and yeah. be on your way. Yeah. And there's no slow down button. Mm-hmm. And there's no like, hey, let me just listen to um, two people who love Jesus, who are married mm-hmm. and are starting to wrestle with what does it look like to go deeper with God? Yeah. And is that a journey that I want to go on? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, is this like everything else? Like, is this like oh my goodness, like, I just want you to give me the formula. Yeah. I want you to give me the results. Yeah. Uh, I want, I want the, I want the, you know, the, the Peloton version of this. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> s- to sit there and tell me to cycle faster or whatever. Yeah. And, um, but this isn't it. This is yeah. more like a, like a nineties exercise bike. <laughs> <laughs> There's no video accompanying this. And I'll tell you, Part of this, as we were talking, like, just before we press record, was we don't want it to be perfect. Yeah. And we want it to be real because this is our personal blog. Like, there's no, like, you know, there's no, in our hearts, like, you know, it's like, I'm glad God sifted that through. It's like, Mm. no, only your friends are going to listen to this. Yeah. And maybe 10 of your friends. (laughs) And I'm so, like, I, I mean, like, so many people will be like, it's not worth the time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and I would hear that like mm-hmm. well, like 10 of my friends. It's like, listen, <laughs> like if I'm speaking to my friends and I'm speaking to people who are near and far, like yeah. it's worth it's worth encouraging one another in the things of God. Yeah. And you know, you know this journey last year with the clothes and mm-hmm. not like you're not going to buy a single, mm-hmm. you know, pair, you know, an article of clothing in 2020 yeah. was a perfect year for that. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I had nowhere to go. So my swag, my swag had nowhere to, you know, I had nowhere to, you know what I mean? To, 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 to stunt. Um, but, but that was a, a step of obedience. And then this year, as I was starting to be in front of people and preaching again, yeah. like I remember, like, you know, I told you, I was like, mm-hmm. the Lord just wants me to buy like five black t-shirts and five white t-shirts. Yeah. And he's like, that's it, Rob. Yeah. That's it. Not brand name. This Go to Target. Yeah. Here's your, here's your <laughs> uniform to preach in. I don't want you to be anything yeah. more than I'm asking you to be. I don't want you to draw. I don't want you to be an attention seeking person. Yeah. I want to, I want to take away mm. your desire to be an attention seeker mm. even and you're like oh lord i'm not an attention seeker and you're like yeah, you know and i was like i almost feel like in my prayer times god's like do you know who you're talking to <laughs> do you know who created you yeah. do you know who created the attention seeking button in you yeah. everyone has it somewhere yeah. i was like i just want you rob mm. to be plain mm-hmm. 
And I want you to be okay with pain. Mm. And I want you to rest in the fact that if you obey me in that way, my power will be made present and yeah, known. And yeah, like I almost feel like he's doing that with this. Yeah. He's doing that with my social media life. Mm-hmm. I almost like feel like, you know, when I look at, and I keep scrolling and, 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 and unfollowing and not because they're bad. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, I don't want that. Mm. I want to be like, yo, check out my brand name stuff. Like, and I love Jesus. Yeah. And it's like, no, I think the Lord is actually getting rid of that platform seeking mm. thing that yeah. exists in the church. Yeah. And I think it exists a big time in the, in the, in, in the Western church. Absolutely. Because you're like, oh, the guy who's got, like, the following. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Mm-hmm. He's in different colored J's every week. And even <laughs> guys, I was like, flip, this dude is solid. Like, I'm like, you're falling in a, this trap. Yeah. Yeah, all the bells and whistles and... Yeah. Glamming things up. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but plain is hard, right? It is hard. Because everything around us tells us that it has to be fancier or better or Mm. the bigger the better you know um and that and that's hard because as christians too it's not just the world it's the church it's um christian leaders around us that have you know are a little flashy or and again not that there's anything wrong with that necessarily yeah but i think it always comes down to the heart of the matter and i feel like that's what the lord's been doing with us yeah like let's remove all these other things yeah and what's left and is what's left deep intimacy with first and foremost with me and then with one another yeah um and that's what that's what I want. That's what we want. Yeah. Even in this, you know, if you are listening and you're like, that's something that I want. Yeah. Like, please reach out to us. You know, like we really do want to to journey this journey of let's remove all the pretenses or the things that we hide behind or the things that we use to distract mm. from mm. or, you know, Let's remove all of that, yeah. and then let's let's see what's left, and let's grow that, and and go deep, and strive to be more like Christ. Um, yeah. In that way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a hunger. I feel like there are people who are tired mm. of like shallow Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, like I feel like 2020. You know, this is the only place I can truly say this, but. You know, without sounding like, you know, sounding like a madman. But (laughs) I almost feel like the one thing, you know, like in the sermon, like I had this whole, you know, because you read my, you know, I I (laughs) preached a sermon to you uh, before I preached it. But there was a part in the sermon that I didn't end up preaching. Yeah. And it was 
the things that God wants to die so that he can resurrect them. Yeah. And I was coming off of reading a bunch of like Christian blogs mm-hmm. and the and the church leadership blogs, right? Mm-hmm. Where they say, you know, Christianity is dying and, mm-hmm. you know, the church is dying. Right. And I was like, that church and that Christi- type of Christianity needs to die. Yeah. It needs to die. Yeah. As no fruit. What Amen. did that, what did it bear fruit? What, yeah. what was the fruit of that church what was the fruit of that kind of christianity Mm -hmm. it was it was politics Mm -hmm. it was QAnon. Mm -hmm. like that kind of christianity produced QAnon. right like can you be in a place where you're like oh my goodness like the fruit of what we produced was a domestic terrorism cult like it was like what the heck yeah that was in your small groups Mm -hmm. in your churches Mm -hmm. you think god doesn't want that to die yeah like you know what i mean like it's yeah. like looking at jesus is at the top of those steps when the riots are happening right you think he doesn't want that church that kind of christianity to die yeah that kind of a church to die mm-hmm. like, you think jesus like please please keep li- keep living like he was like listen full of goats game over yeah like full of goats yeah. peace yeah like jesus wasn't chasing down pharisees yeah <laughs> and um amazon oh wow google just studied play i know it's like, it's like playing music in the background google's playing some music because guys i have got a backing track because i got passionate about stuff and google <laughs> and got google jealous rob was talking was to summoning them. it but I, I i just think like you know like what kind of church? I don't even know what song is played. This is <laughs> this is hilarious. I don't even know. That was pretty funny. I don't even know what kind of church, you know, that was. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, when you look at Jairus's daughter, or you look at Lazarus, yeah, like some things need to die, so that God can raise up new things. And I feel like the hunger we feel. Yeah. I feel like what we sense in our spirits mm. is okay personal story yeah um you know like for me there's certain things that i can tell after i eat them that mm. it wasn't good for me yeah because you know my blood sugar goes up or my mm. blood pressure in a way that i can feel yeah like so now i know like oh my i could i should i should never eat that again right and what happens is you can feel it. Mm. And what my sense is that mm. the church, a lot of people are on a three meals a day Doritos diet. <laughs> and they're going, you know, I don't think I can do Doritos and soda again. Mm-hmm. Like as much as that of a good idea, that sounds like to someone like our daughter, like, like what? You can eat Doritos <laughs> and soda every day. But there comes a point in time where you're like, this isn't good for me. Yeah. First and foremost, I don't look healthy. Yeah. Secondly, I'm not producing anything that's healthy. Mm. And I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel sick. Yeah. And 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 the wages of that is ultimately death, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you can't stay on that. You end up on a show on TLC or you die. <laughs> and <laughs> And that's it. It's yeah. like, it's unattractive. Like, even when I see, like, some of these guys, I'm like, oh, man, I wish you'd just be like, yo, guys, today, I exhort you to just pray. Yeah. Or, hey, guys, I'm not trying to be somebody. Mm. So, I'm not even trying to show you that I'm somebody. Yeah. But it's like, nah, you know, and I know it. I know know how the game goes. Every publisher 
is going to tell you you need to build your platform <laughs> in order to get the right kind of book deal. Yeah. Now, I don't think everyone's doing that, but I do know platform building <laughs> is actually a thing. Yeah. No one is getting a publishing deal, yeah. no matter how good your story is, mm-hmm. without a platform. Mm-hmm. So now, what happens if I want... It, you feel like if I want my message to get out, yeah. I ought to build a platform. If yeah. I ought to build a platform, I ought to look like Mike Todd. Mm-hmm. But Mike Todd's Mike Todd. <laughs> Mike Todd's out there wherever he is in in, in Oklahoma, chilling, yeah. being himself. Yeah. And all of us start to say, well, we got to look like that. Mm-hmm. Got to look like Stephen Friedrich. Mm-hmm. Got to look like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, no one wants to look like Matt Chandler, but you know, because <laughs> I don't want to wear cow- cowboy boots. But the temptation—he's <laughs> a good preacher with a platform, but I don't want to wear cowboy boots oh and a vest. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like this feeling of like I felt like God was like Rob, and I'm a casualty of it. I'm in yeah. the church, yeah. So I'm not pointing fingers because I also mm-hmm. hate the people who are like, you know, the church, yeah. Too. pastor quarterback you know monday morning (laughs) pastors sitting on their chair armchair pastors yeah they're not a part of a church yeah and all day well the church the church the church get in the church then yeah exactly get in the church so anyway a rant over (laughs) but it's my heart and it's like if you're tired of that you're hearing that yeah and you're like flip this is so gimmicky Mm -hmm. i even had something where i was like wrestling with i never said it but it's it was meant for a sermon to encourage and exhort the body of Christ. But at least mm-hmm. what we're saying was, if you know what's going to happen when you come to church on Sunday, yeah. like you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know everything. <laughs> Every week you know what's going to happen. Yeah. 52 out of 52. <laughs> if you know what your church is going to do on Sunday, 52 out of 52, mm. there may not be an openness to the Holy Spirit to do something. Yeah. And, I, and for me, I'm a part of that, right? Yeah. So I go, no. I I know there's more, mm-hmm. and Lord, I I I'm sorry that I've yeah. been a part of going. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm being comfortable. Yeah, and complacent. And complacent. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lord. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know you're gonna read something, Lise, but I wanted to make sure I get this in there because this mm-hmm. was the exclamation do point what for you me. Do. I was speaking to a friend of mine. He's in Texas. You know, so they're basically another country. <laughs> but um, I was speaking to a friend of mine this morning, um, and he had he he said something that killed me. it. Like it it like literally like was like a dagger. Yeah. And he yeah. said, Rob, he said, Jesus is gonna ask you how you fed the sheep. Yeah. But he was like, Rob, a lot of Christians and a lot of places of worship, mm-hmm. they starve the sheep. So that they don't offend the goats. Yeah. Yikes. Mm. Yeah. So that they don't offend the goats. Ooh. At least you always think, you know what I mean? Yeah. To the untrained eye. Yeah. A sheep and a goat. A sheep mm-hmm. and goats. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm, same animal. <laughs> if you don't know, we show our daughter right now. Like, wh- which one? Point, point. Which one is which? Well, maybe because of all the goat all videos. The goat videos, <laughs> she'll know which one. Is <laughs> I keep showing them. I keep showing them videos of goats going, bah! but, but, I felt that. Yeah. It hit home. Yeah. I was like, hmm, you're right. Mm. Like I'm not. I'm not about like starving the sheep mm-hmm. in order to make the goats go. Oh, I'm cool with you. Yeah, it's good. And that's in life. Mm-hmm. And that's like the deeper place that we want to be at with God. Yeah. 
intimacy mm-hmm. with him. <sighs> yeah, and I love that because, you know, no matter where you're a leader, whether you're a pastor like you, Rob, in a, in a church or the leader of a small group, like you have a responsibility yeah. to feed the people that are around you. Yeah. You know, even if you're a mom listening to this or a parent, we have a responsibility to feed our children spiritually. Mm, spiritually, yeah. You know, so even if you are hearing that and you're like, well, I don't really have sheep. You do in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And yeah. I think the Lord is really calling us all to how are we feeding his sheep and especially for Rob and I being a couple in ministry I know that today that really hit home yeah like how are we feeding the sheep and are we doing them a disservice in the name of trying to trying to not offend yeah and yeah. Um, trying to not disrupt yeah. the status quo um, but yeah yeah that's hectic Okay, I know you have Malachi out. Now, I'm going to be for real with you. <laughs> Guys, just a little warning here. <laughs> We're getting real. Usually, I'd cushion this with, I just want you to know, Grace. But I've been hearing this as is <laughs> for months now. But I think it's. I think whatever you're going to read out of that, because you have so many, the most highlighted part of your Bible is Malachi. And I was like, how is Malachi... How you get so many? <laughs> how you get so many highlights in Malachi? But, oh. but anyway, <laughs> I saw you turn there. You're like, nah, it's it's I, time to it's, be fed. It's time. It's <laughs> time. Um, you know, this is something that just, honestly, for almost a year now, I feel like the Lord um, continuously takes me back to this in Malachi, and I really do feel like, you know, even when, earlier when we were talking about removing everything and getting down to the heart of it and you know here in it's in malachi 1 and it says oh priests who despise my name but you say how have we despised your name by offering polluted food upon my altar but you say how have we polluted you by saying that the lord's table may be despised When you offer blind animals in sacrifice, is that not evil? And when you offer those that are lame or sick, is that not evil? Present that to your governor. Will he accept you or show you favor, says the Lord of hosts? And now entreat the favor of God, that he may be gracious to us. With such a gift from your hand, will he show favor to any of you, says the Lord of hosts? Oh, that there were one among you who would shut the doors, that you might not kindle fire on my altar in vain. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, and I will not accept an offering from your hand. For from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name and a pure offering. Hmm. And, you know, the thing for me that really stood out was that pure offering. What is yeah. that, Lord? Yeah. What offerings have we been bringing to you that are tainted Blemish, yeah. and yeah. not worthy yeah. of who you are? Because your name is great and your name will be praised um, among the nations. But, Lord, what? And, and you know, not even necessarily for the church, but even individually. Like, let's go, Lord, me, my heart. Yeah. Where have I not been bringing a pure offering before you? 
Mm. And what is that? And rip that out of me, Lord, and bring me to repentance of what that is because I desire intimacy and depth with you. And that means how do I offer myself as a pure offering, removing all that junk and all that crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all the bells and whistles and pretenses and showy things and take it away, Lord, because I want you and me. And what does that what does that look like? Yeah. So good. Yeah. You know, when you say uh, when you read that again and, and, you know, there's a part that always every time you, you know, you read this <laughs> a few times to me now. But it was like you, you're taking things to God that you wouldn't even take to the governor. Yeah. Exactly. And it was like you wouldn't. Exactly. You wouldn't even take that. Yeah. And, you know, like, I love, I love, you know, I always think, like, read your Bible like you're alone on an island. Yeah. Like, because we get into the, into the weeds and into mm. the, into the, like, the Bible, the, there are people in the, who read the Bible. Yeah. Who then have to rely on, on the understanding of those words yeah. through the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. There isn't an institution that helps right. them go, well, what does this mean? Well, what do if you know what I mean? Exactly. The Holy Spirit. Like, if you think about it, like you're Tom Hanks in Castaway and you yeah. have an ESV. Yeah. Like, what you going to, like, where, where'd you go? Like, yeah. you, like, oh, okay. Lord, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even dare bring this yeah. to someone in authority exactly. in this world. Mm-hmm. You're the ultimate power and authority. And I love yeah. that in the passage, um, you know, in that I was preaching on about the woman, you know, this last weekend, the woman with the issue of blood, it was like, mm-hmm. there was that whole power and authority kind of right. situation. Right. Jesus, mm-hmm. all powerful. Yeah. And, you know, kind of saying, Hey, you know, be spiritual Karens and all the rest <laughs> of that. Um, but, but one of the things I've seen. Yeah. Is power mm. and authority. Mm-hmm. And, and how Jesus never abused it. Yeah. Like, in fact, yeah. he empowered people. Mm-hmm. And he never, he, he could have abused the power. Yeah. And I think people abuse power and authority. Absolutely. Like, and I'm not talking about, like, this started back when we are in Zim. Yeah. We would be like, if I was a leader, mm-hmm. like, why, why would I just want to abuse the power and authority? Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't I want to empower people? Right. Why wouldn't I want to raise up? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I want... What is that thing yeah. where Jesus is saying greater things to the disciples? Yeah. And he's going, you know, he's in... A, he's, he, you know, fully God, fully man. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's in his early 30s. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And he's going, yo, I want to empower you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring correction here. And I'm going to bring some 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 understanding here. But I want to empower you. You're going to go on greater things. You're going to do, because of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, you're going to go do greater things than I've done. I'm yet to meet in this kind of climate Mm -hmm. leaders who are like, I want you to do better than me. Verbally. Jesus verbalized that. He said, I want you (laughs) to be better than me. And and that's a conviction for me as a leader. Mm -hmm. Where I go, if I've not told someone who's younger than me, in yeah. ministry right now, I want you, even if they go, dude, like I, I, I look up to you. Mm-hmm. I think God's got his hand on you. I love the way you communicate the gospel, whatever. Yeah. I just go, yeah. And if you have a heart, I want you to go and do greater things. Mm-hmm. I want you to do greater things. And we don't have that because it's like power has to be held. Yeah. And authority 
has to be like, well, I'm an authority. Mm-hmm. And people are constantly, I don't know if it's like, I can't say it's cultural because it was happening. Right. And I can't say it's cultural because we came from a country with a dictator. So then <laughs> it's like, okay, we saw what that, you know, what that looks like. Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah. Every time someone tries to hold on to both power and authority mm-hmm. and they're not Jesus, mm-hmm. it's it's so unhealthy. Yeah. And, and so... And sinful. And sinful. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we read some stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. you can look it up yourself because we're not, we're not experts here. But yeah. just differences in how different generations are dealing. Boomers yeah. deal with power and authority in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gen Xs deal with it in a certain way. Millennials, you know. And it was going through that, like, whole, like, this is how they, this is how they function in yeah. power. And, I was like, but we, we have Christ as our example. Mm. And it's like power and authority. Power and authority, one of the places I feel like it's abused most is is in religious settings. Absolutely. But one of the places I feel like is abused most is in the church, right? Yeah. Because you have these power structures that exist within an organization. Even yeah. if it's like, well, it's not hierarchy, you know, it's not a hierarchy, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. You find that in those circles, there's a lot of yield, wielding yeah. of power and authority. Yeah. So much so that <laughs> I know that we actually bought two books yeah. over the last couple of months. And because we don't want to be that, yeah. not because someone else is being it, but because we don't want to be that and we recognize it it's prevalence in the church. Like when you look at stuff yeah. like what happened with, you know, and I'm not trying to drag their names through the mud or anything, mm-hmm. but what happened with Carl Lentz, what mm-hmm. happened with Ravi Zacharias, yeah. you find that there's like, oh, we're, how much accountability yeah. is in those structures? Mm-hmm. Are, or is the leader too powerful? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what's that dude in Seattle? Too powerful. The dude, mm. um, Driscoll. Or yes. the guy in, you, you know, that dude who had his whole family on the board. Mm. So that, you know, it's like, of course I have, a, I, have, I, have, I have accountability. It's your kids. Your kids are the accountability. Yeah. And when, when, we, when we, you know, <laughs> it's like when narcissism comes to church, it's a good book. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Um, but that's in itself the title mm-hmm. when when narcissism mm-hmm. comes to church it, it's like mm-hmm. it's like it, people have to heal from this jazz yeah absolutely right yeah and yeah and i fortunately or unfortunately from for my large experience right for the mm-hmm. first 7 years mm-hmm. i was here i had a person who was an anomaly leading me yeah who was absolutely. egoless yeah like who was who wasn't trying to be was almost embarrassed yeah. by you are you are the you Any almost type of yeah like flattery yeah like yeah. I am embarrassed by mm-hmm. it and I want to I want to I want to encourage you and exhort mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. but they they didn't have that big ego yeah but that big egos that's an anomaly in the church yeah. it's big egos yeah big yeah. egos all the time mm-hmm. doesn't matter where you go <laughs> big ego. Yeah. Could be the associate of the associate of the children. It could the ego mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do we get rid of these egos? Yeah. And then your the person who was training you yes. wrote a book recently. So Diane Langberg, who if you know her, she's kinda like the guru. Uh, we call her like the Gandalf of um trauma. <laughs> well, you know, we've just been trying to talk about power and authority, yeah. <laughs> but they call her the Gandalf. 
she she just has 47 years of like experience wow. Wow. in dealing with trauma and abuse and she wrote a book called redeeming power understanding authority and abuse in the church and Yikes. i cannot wait i want to i want i can't wait to, to dive, dive into, into this one it actually just arrived um recently wow. and so yeah Wow. But and even the other one that Rob mentioned too, like the subtitle too is healing your community from emotional and spiritual abuse. And I just I do love that there's books like this that are coming out where mm. it's talking about let's look at the issue, but not just look at it and be like, Okay, there's this big yeah elephant that we have to deal with. But yeah. also we want to see people healed. We want to see churches and um, religious organizations do and be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it doesn't happen least like I think one of the things that like repentance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I long for the day. And corporate repentance. Corporate yeah. <laughs> I long for the day where people are like, you know, like even just looking at scripture like Romans Romans six mm. six and seven, it says, We know that our old self Mm. Our old sinful self was nailed to the cross with yeah. Christ. And so the power of sin that held us was destroyed. Sin is no longer our boss. Mm. When a man is dead, he is free from the power of sin. Yeah, and I, I go, if you, ego mm. is f- the flesh alive. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and we are meant to be dead. Like my friend sent me, a, a, you know, he, he says, he says, you know, he was reading in, in, um, in second corinthians which was which was wild when he said this to me and because i couldn't in first corinthians actually first corinthians 6 and he was reading this and um in this passage um in this passage he was like talking about um like you're gonna laugh when you hear this it says Mm -hmm. if you have if you have legal disputes about such matters and it's talking about people in the church having legal disputes. He was like, why go to outside judges who are not respected by the church? I'm saying this to shame you. (laughs) Isn't there anyone in all the church who is wise enough to decide these issues? But instead, one believer sues another right in front of unbelievers. Okay, so it's talking about this. And then it says, even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you. Why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? Why not let yourself be cheated? Why not let yourself be defrauded? And yeah. all he said was, in light of this, Rob, these are dead people. Mm. Who goes, okay, yeah. take it as a loss. Yeah, You defrauded me. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of, let's move on. Mm-hmm. It was like, this death to self, mm. even, even me, I can feel like most of the time, my flesh is alive. Mm. And it's like, but Jesus... You want me to put this to death. Yeah. But if people, like as the church, we're supposed to sharpen one another. Yeah. Which then shows, hey, look at me putting the flesh to death. Mm-hmm. Let me show you mm-hmm. how to put the flesh to death. And and let me, and yeah. Yeah, we, we, we the only way is to go deeper with the Lord. Yeah. Because then we are. Yeah, more of him and less yeah. of us. Yeah. And it, it's become such a like cliche, but I think really going, no, I have to go deeper with him. And the further I do that and the more I grow with him, the less of me it is 
that pot continues to to die and shrink yeah i know it's like so i mean what next a lot of the times you know people i ask that question oftentimes Mm. when i hear people who are like hungry and um i know if i hear the word strategy again (laughs) or read it and it doesn't involve being on our knees and weeping before the lord and what a what a dumb a a man-made strategy yeah like we work for coca-cola like you know what i mean yeah. that's like a you know that's strategies are mlms <laughs> <laughs> right and even yeah, those have community stra- yeah and even those have community yeah and have the power of Thriving, community budding community and and even have a message community over competition they have yeah. they have some <laughs> real death to self messages they really in a, do. if in an mlm mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's like it's like Yo, like, let's put, let's put these things to death. Let's chase after the Lord. Mm. Let's go deeper. Let's have, let's have more prayer meetings. Yeah. Let's have, and it's like, oh, prayer meetings? Like, well, what's up with that? And it's like, mm. well, how are you accessing the power and authority of Christ? Yeah. How are you accessing that? Yeah. Like, what does, what do you think happens? Like, it's mm-hmm. talking about being filled by the Holy Spirit. Like, and people have had bad experiences or whatever. Or I heard a story or I switched mm. on TBN and people were filled <laughs> with the Holy Spirit and I couldn't hear, I couldn't understand what was happening. So it must be bad. And I was like, mm. have you read Acts? <laughs> have you read Acts? Yeah. People looked up upper room cats holy spirit comes down everyone who wasn't in that room was like those girls check those dudes are drunk yeah that party looks lit yeah like literally because they had little fires on the but that Uh. party but you know but but that's how do you reconcile that yeah to the understanding absolutely to our flesh yeah like just going everything god's gonna do Mm. we're gonna understand Mm. and the moment it the moment the moment the deeper you go the less control you have yeah the deeper you go the less control you have and when you can control the outcome the incoming when you can control god yeah like you are you are in the shallow of shallow ends yeah when you're deeper it's yeah. almost like my oh my oh my goodness this passage is coming to life my yeah. life is not my own yeah i wanted to share like locally there's this mall story but powerful story that I heard. And um, it was a guy and he was like, you know, he had this good corporate job. He was an executive. Mm. And he was like, you know, and I don't think he listens to the podcast. So I think I can say what he does now. <laughs> but he was like, the Lord has asked me to leave my executive job so I can go make parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That pumps me up with yeah. faith. You're going to leave your big corporate job because the Lord said yeah. And I know people go, the Lord said, the Lord said, mm-hmm. well, the Lord said I shouldn't be your roommate anymore. And really what they <laughs> want to do is just move in with the other BFF from from the spin class. And it's like, it's got nothing to do with the Lord. Or they want to move closer to the guy that they like. You know, like people are doing that in college all the time, I'm pretty sure. The Lord said, you're not supposed to be my roommate. But really, I I, I could I could sense in him saying, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I would think climbing the corporate ladder is more the thing I should do. Mm-hmm. But God's going, this is where I want you to go. Mm-hmm. And I will show you how this is going to glorify me. Yeah. As you go. 
deeper with God. Mm-hmm. You know what? I recognize something over the, the seven years I've known this person. They're a praying man. Yeah. I was like, I've seen this guy. Mm-hmm. I know his life. Mm-hmm. I know he's a praying man. Yeah. I know he's he's led he's led many in prayer. Mm-hmm. He's he's encouraged prayer. Mm-hmm. Prays for his town. Mm-hmm. Walks around praying. He's a he's a praying man. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. The coordinates, they're just not available to everyone. Yeah. Just like you know, in that passage, like uh, you mm-hmm. know, I told my friend, and I said this obviously in the sermon. At least, how many people are we just rubbing up against Jesus? Yeah. With a power powerless, mm. reject powerlessness. Yeah. Reject it, and when power comes, you'll go. Now that's. Oh, that's not like the stuff. Mm. That's not like the other stuff. Yeah. That's not the shallow end stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's at least like for you and I and and I think just our friends and the people who are around us and even back home. Mm. And what I found now is like m- the friends I grew up with, mm. you know, like it's like they speak a different language in the spirit. Yeah. They're just like straight up like things that i'm like oh no one is talking like that mm. it's like you're speaking a different language yeah and we speak for an hour we're talking about the things of god yeah we're not talking about anyone mm. talking about god mm-hmm. and the depth and that's what i want yeah and that's what i long for mm. to say guys let's go deep with god not even in a way of saying hey listen sometimes you know when you talk to people you can tell it's like a it's like theological weightlifting. Like, Ugh, I know this about the bike. Get away. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go deeper with God? Let's go deep. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't care how much of the Bible you know. Mm-hmm. But let's go deep with God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about deeper. I, I don't know what we'll call this episode. Maybe we'll call it. <laughs> maybe we we'll call it power and authority in the church yeah it's a good one maybe we we'll call it going deeper with christ <laughs> but you know what if you're if you're hearing these words and you're like man rob lease i know you guys i can hear the hunger and the thirst in your voice I, i'm mm-hmm. there too not everyone mm-hmm. is there yeah some people it's like yeah man I, my christian life is perfect yeah <laughs> and i will like i'm in the kiddie pool all the time with the floaties. That's where I'm gonna be. You catch me there. I feel no need to get deeper with God. You know. Yeah. I just know that ain't us. Yeah. That's not me. Not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want to journey down that way, <laughs> and you want to go into the deeper things of God, let's go together. Yeah. Let's just start. Let's just start going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is my side hustle. It's not my job. You know, so if you're listening to this, you're like, "Well, we." I was like, "Nah, there's no email here. There's no <laughs> form to sign. It's just in real life. <laughs> Pretend I work at Costco, <laughs> and I'm saying, let 'Let's go deeper with God.' <laughs> and I also have the hookup on the salmon. <laughs> oh my I don't know goodness. what you want to say before we roll out. Yeah. No, I just. I guess, um, yeah, like, don't go at it alone. If you are um, wanting that and 
maybe you do feel alone, like the people around you don't want that or are comfortable where they are, but you just feel that nudging and that um, mm. conviction yeah. to to do something different. And um, yeah, don't you don't have to go at it alone. Um, and we're with you, and we can journey this together. Um, yeah, I'm. I am excited. I am expectant. I feel like we will see some great things, um, and just to get to actually experience Jesus's power and authority, and that's yeah. the greatest type we could ever encounter and experience. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to close with this, and I want to close it like just reading scripture. Maybe you can go and meditate on this. Maybe this is a start. Um, Matthew seven twenty one says, "Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter." Mm. On Judgment Day, many will say to me, "Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name." And cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Mm. Remember, you can find a YouTube video that can uh, that, that, that will allow you to read this and stay in the shallow end. <laughs> but imagine you're reading this on an island mm-hmm. like Tom Hanks and Castaway. Yeah. With Wilson there. And you're like... What does this mean, Lord? Mm-hmm. Don't even go on the internet. Just go, Jesus. Yeah. What does this mean? Yeah. And do I know you? Do I not know you? Just mm-hmm. based off of me just reading this. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Yeah. And maybe from that point, just go, Lord, I want to be known. Mm-hmm. I want to be known. Mm-hmm. I want to be known. Thanks for listening, guys. I don't know when we'll catch you next. <laughs> this is a personal blog. It's not season one. <laughs> you know? We'll catch you when we catch you. We'll catch you when you catch you. There'll be an episode when it's there. Exactly. All right. Okay. Peace. Bye, friends. <laughs>